Hey there, my name's Nadia Hunt. Trends is such a monstrous topic to cover because it spans such a large universe of thought and it affects everyone who has ever put on clothes. To help us break it down, we interviewed Lisa Hayes, who is a program director, associate professor at Drexel University. She speaks on the complexity of fashion trends, but says that fashion is ultimately a response to our needs as a society. I think it's interesting because, again, we sort of talk about the word, you know, fashion trends, and we think of the runway and we think of high fashion, but I think now more than ever we've realized that, you know, fashion really needs to serve us. It has to be clothing that works for everybody. It has to be inclusive. It has to be, you know, perform when we need it to. It has to keep us dry. You know, every season you have overarching trends, in other words, things that designers are really looking at that are driving or making them interested, you know, to jump out of bed in the morning and sort of run out there and do their job. Fashion designer and photographer Karen Sophia echoes this train of thought agreeing on the interwinded nature of society and fashion. One of the interesting things about trends is that it'll tell you a lot about where um, people were at that point in history. Like, I personally really love, like, space age. The space age was a time in the 1960s a time when we were excited about going to space and our interest in it reflected in the futuristic style that would sometimes feature something like an astronaut helmet, for example. We're imagining the future, um, you know, and we're going to space. Um, and you can see that in the garments. Throughout history, trends have changed so much as they morph to meet society's needs. But what about what's popular today? What does society value today? Lisa takes us through what's trending and suspects that a lot of the more comfortable cuts and fabrics are a reflection of society's desire for comfort, especially after the pandemic. The fashion industry is also responding um, to, I think, being in the big sort of wellness cycle that people are in now, which again was probably happening right before COVID, but COVID kind of just drove that all the way home. Um, big, huge, bold, bright prints and big black and white prints right now are, are really big. Um, and the use of color and strong color and opposing colors and um, the use of texture. So really kind of asking our fabrics to be special um, and to be interesting and maybe to be artisan or to be sleek. And knits are having a really big cycle for fall. Um, knits always big for fall. And then as far as silhouettes, uh, the wide pants is back. I think that's great and also a little bit of a response to, you know, comfort and ease and inclusivity. Um, crop jackets, which work when the wide leg or bigger pants, you know, is in. Um, some higher waists are in. The puffer, which we sort of have seen a lot of for so long, hasn't gone away. We have seen this influx of wide-legged and mom jeans taking over the shelves of the now past trend of skinny jeans which Generation Z has told us plenty about their hatred of through social media videos. Ivanka Sangha, a 18-year-old girl who runs a popular fashion account on TikTok with close to 32,000 followers, also gives us insight on what's popular on the app. Clothing that I think has become more trendy in the past few months is flared and patterned pants. And I've actually started my own collection of flared and bottom pants. And I think it's really cool because um, I've had trouble finding pants that I like or have fit me in the past. They're just so comfortable. They come in different colors. She mentions that these wide look pants, a trend inspired by the 1970s and 2000s fashion, provides comfort that she was hard pressed to find in jeans before. Of course, the advent of social media has made fashion much more immediate. 
There's mutual agreement between all the guests we interviewed that trends are moving faster, largely because of social media. Of course, way back when, in the 30s, 40s, 50s, you know, you wait till you see someone photographed somewhere and the photograph is printed in the paper to sort of, you know, see what was out there and to think, as we all know, that has wonderful things and it has difficult things about it. But certainly, you know, to focus on the wonderful things, it means that everybody is sharing and sharing their excitement for their best ideas for what can sort of, you know, make the world a better place. As for Ivanka, social media is a place where people can share what they like with others while inspiring fashion ideas. I think it's a way for us to share what we are wearing, where we got our clothes from, and I think that inspires others. My most popular video is actually me in a dress and a leather jacket singing a Tyler Creator song. And I remember waking up the next morning, checking my phone, being completely shocked that the video went viral, and I thought it was so cool. People in my comments kept asking where did I get that dress from or that jacket, and my outfit was completely thrifted, and it made me want to make more videos. Um, for my new followers. Though thrifting is making a comeback in trend fashion for more sustainable clothing, alternatively, fashion may be moving so quickly that we start to be superficial and we don't value our clothes as much as we should. I think with social media, a lot of it is just kind of, people want to look really relevant and look really, um, you know, of the now and, you know, to maybe to get those likes or to get that little bit of um, attention or and you know and that doesn't necessarily have to be wrong or bad but um, but I worry that perhaps like it can lead to some sort of like wasteful behaviors you know or not really like sort of honoring the things that you own and wanting to take care of them and preserve them. So where are we going next? I really hope <laughs> to some extent that they kind of were headed toward them existing a lot less than they do now and I think you know I I hope um, that people really start to look inward a little bit about what it is that they like and why it is that they're drawn to certain silhouettes or colors or fabrics. While they might be slightly different on their opinions on trends, both Lisa and Karen agree that meaningful fashion that really makes an impact always comes from a personal place that isn't necessarily in line with today's fashion. But I think that's a necessity to really believe and have a reason to be, you know, because we don't just need more stuff. You know, and if if clothing is, you know, the form of expression that we say that it is, then, you know, I think we should be thinking quite deeply about what that is, what we are trying to express, you know, and, you know, and think about who we are. So. In the end, fashion is useful to meet our needs and articulate social interests, problems, and anxieties. Trends emerge from this tangle of the fashion industry and make people excited to design. Of course, in the digital age, trends moving so quickly has its advantages, but can lead to wasteful behavior. And finally, authentic fashion can't be discovered by blindly following trends. The best fashion comes from a personal conviction within us. How to find this conviction? Karen leaves us with some ideas. I think for anyone going into high school, I say, you know, being yourself in high school is probably the most brave thing that you can do. High school is hard. Try to stick stick to that, especially as a high schooler. Um, yeah, find out what you like and really stick to it. And don't let anyone tell you that you're uncool because chances are it'll, it, it'll probably be back in style soon enough, you know? And you're probably ahead of the trends anyway.
Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the runway. This was produced by Bella Pabian, Nadia Hent, and Drew Trivetti.